0: From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. It's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast,
1: sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I am Dana, and today I'm very excited to have um, a guest joining me over the phone. I've got Pat Craven, the director of the Center for Cyber Safety and Education, joining me. Good morning, Pat.
0: Hey, good morning, Damon. It's great to be here. Thanks
1: for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me. This is um so if you're joining us as this releases, we are uh Wisconsin as a state is under safer at home orders and a lot of states are under the same sort of um guidelines right now and restrictions. So Pat and I are both joining each other from the safety of our homes across the country here, um, through the magic of, of phone lines and Wi-Fi.
0: I think it's going to be something we're all going to have to be used to for a while.
1: Yeah, and so it's going to be fun because we're going to talk about some resources today that you can um, use maybe while your kids are home from school um, or, you know, while you're working from home and just kind of make everything all around a little bit safer. Before we get started, I always start with a joke. And Pat, I know that you are, are new to, um, to my jokes, but bear with me because I love awful jokes and dad jokes and everything like that. So um, you're going to have to be my guinea pig with this one. And I found a joke that uh, is fitting for the time. So you ready? All right. Okay. What kind of jokes does the CDC recommend we tell right now?
0: What kind of jokes with the CBT? Uh Six jokes.
1: Inside jokes. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I don't think that's bad.
1: See, hey, I found somebody that's got my humor.
0: Um, so,
1: yeah, I find it funny, but um, on a serious note, it is very, very important that we, we do follow these safer at home orders right now, and um, we set these good examples for folks because... It, you know to kind of change the curve as they're saying we all have to be um we all have to be working together on this stuff so with that let's talk so your guys' website let's plug it right away here i am cybersafe.org is that right
0: that's correct. That's our website. We are a, a non-profit, a 501c3 non-profit that focuses on teaching people how to be safe online. We're not a cyber security company that has firewalls and all that kind of stuff. We, we kind of take the human aspect of it and, and try to educate people, parents, children, senior citizens, on how to be safe in, in today's connected world. And uh, it's, you and I were talking earlier, got started with, you know, now that we're all working from home, uh, that changes a lot of things for all of us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, we're going to talk about a few different aspects of how you can use the, the safety information that you guys have out there. But one of your, one of your, I guess, I'm going to call it a big claim to fame, and it's something that really always catches my eye when I see your guys' resources, is that you use Garfield in your uh, in your safety information.
0: Yeah, we do. We have the exclusive global rights to Garfield. We work with the creator Jim Davis. We are awesome, awesome people, and have created lessons for younger children, basically elementary, first through sixth grade, um, to try to teach them basic internet safety practices, good hygiene, however you want to call it. Um, You know, we did a study here at the center for several years ago about how elementary school children use. Internet, and we found that 40% of elementary school children had already chatted with a stranger online, Mm. and 50% of them had given a stranger their phone number. And that's when we realized okay, we've got to come up with a better way to reach younger children. We can't wait till they're in middle or high school to have to break habits. Let's teach them good habits younger. And when we said we've got to do refocus on that. You know, us old people, you know, doing a PowerPoint presentation to second graders was not going to be uh, the successful way to do it. And we reached out to Jim Davis, and, and he was all on board. So we have cartoons and comic books and posters and stickers and trading cards, all kinds of fun ways to teach basic safety to uh, to younger children. And it's uh, it's been great. We've won three educator awards just in the past year for it. And we're excited to keep trying to
1: get it out there. Oh, I love it! Congrats on the award. Um, Thanks. So, so right now you have the um, the product is available for free for the next month, correct?
0: Yeah, what it is is so typically the delivered in the classroom. So we have developed what we call an educator kit. It's a box. that has the entire lesson, everything you need in this box to be used in the classroom. So it comes with uh, a thumb drive that has the original Garfield cartoon and everything in here was created just for us. Um, so it has the cartoon. It has 30 comic books, 30 stickers, 30 trading cards, uh, posters to hang up in the classroom and, and all that and with schools being out uh, you know it's kind of hard to be able to, to deliver that program to the school so if we're looking at that'll kick back up big in the fall but uh, what we've done is taken the cartoons that we would be using and we've reformatted them into a interactive cartoon for the children to use at home so they can Go to our website, IamCyberSafe.org, and if you slide down, you'll see free cyber resources, and and you can go into there and uh, sign up. And get access to three different cartoons: uh, one on privacy, one on fake posting, and one on cyberbullying. They're Garfield cartoons that, in the classroom, the the teacher or the librarian or media specialist would be asking questions during the cartoon. And here we built them right into the cartoon, so the child has to answer the question. They drag and drop true or false uh, as they go through the cartoon. So it makes it a fun fun, interactive way. It's not just watching uh, a video. They're actually participating in it and and getting the the full educational value of it. And we're doing that all for free. It's normally a a subscription, but we want to try to help with all the kids at home. And we know parents are struggling as to what do I do with these guys all day long. Uh, We we hope this is one way that'll be fun and be a good safety lesson.
1: And it it was so cool because so I downloaded it and um and went through the cartoons which was a, a wonderful throwback to my youth and I I had you know some of my family was coming in and asking me like oh you're watching cartoons while you're working you know I'm watching cartoons as part of work um, so it was very cute and great I agree the so the interactive piece so these are broken into kind of three main topics I guess we can say. Kind of a privacy and not oversharing, um, and then posting and then cyberbullying, correct? Correct. And
0: yeah, each one's totally different. And um, we actually, when in the production of these, we hired the, the Hollywood Voices. So when you turn it on, or when the kids turn it on, they all know immediately that's Garfield. Mm -hmm. That's not Pat pretending being Garfield, right? (laughs) That's really Garfield, and so it just adds to it. And and that's why it's been winning awards. That's why teachers and that are are just loving it, because uh, the kids, they're engaged. Uh, Who doesn't want to watch a Garfield cartoon? And and then they get to learn something at
1: the same time. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so you guys have, uh, it's kind of then broken into, you watch the cartoon, and then you... um, Kind of get to apply it with this interactive piece, like you said, where it asks you questions and you click and drag the correct answer um, on the screen. So it's a really good way to engage kids in um, a format that they're really used to right now, too. So I, I loved it. I really love it.
0: Excited about it, and um, it's, it's starting to go global for us. Uh, we've actually, with the educator kits that we talked about briefly, those are we've actually shipped those to 23 different countries. Uh, while it's only available in English, it's still, you know, children around the world are learning English, so it's uh, it's easy for them to be able to use it.
1: That's fantastic. Very cool. Um, okay, so I want to touch base. So you mentioned the the stats that you have from um, your interviews of kids, right? Or your surveys of kids? And they were what, what grades were they for those surveys?
0: Um, elementary school. The survey we did was like fourth through fourth through seventh eighth grade okay. kind of thing. So they were the younger kids, is what we were trying to, to study, and that's where we found uh, just. You know, just the shocking stuff. Part of me says it's shocking. Part of me does it's not shocking. Um, That you know how much these kids are online. They're already on social media, even though, as we all know, you're not supposed to until you're 13. They're on it. Uh, Average child gets a phone now by 10, Mm -hmm. and yet we're we're not really training them how to do anything. Uh, They're getting it, and they're going out, and they're learning it. And that often happens because we as parents we're not comfortable with it. We're not familiar with all these things that are out there and how to make a phone work, um, and the kids do. Yeah. And so we we really said we've got to step up what we're doing. And, and, and I know there's one of the things, too, that Dana we love to talk about is that well, there's so many apps and and programs out there that – people can use parents can download the tracks or blocks you know what your kids are doing and and those are fine but those are one tool Um, don't count on them Uh, don't rely upon them to do it all you still need to have conversations with your children you've got to talk to them about what's going on why they shouldn't do something uh, giving them good reasons not to do it you know how we all were and probably still are if somebody tells us we can't do something that's all the more reason we want to do it and uh, so if you have a conversation with your children so they better understand why it is that you're asking them to do this or or to uh, you know be thinking about what they're posting before they post it you're going to have a much higher success rate in keeping our kids safe out there
1: Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh is that that's just a perfect message and I so, the reason I wanted to mention this is because we talk a lot about um, you know, obviously kids interacting with people that they don't know online. and they as a part of general um, online activity anymore, especially with online gaming and that sort of thing, our kids are a lot of times interacting with strangers. And so, like you said, it's really important to be teaching them what's appropriate and more importantly, what's not appropriate. Uh, to expect and to share in those types of things. Um, and the other, the other stat that I saw you guys had posted that I really wanted to call out during this time of um, increased time at home is the, the time after 11 p.m. spent online. So you guys said that 49% of kids are online at 11 p.m. or later and 33% are on until midnight or later on a school night. And those numbers were staggering to me. And that's, what a dangerous thing just because the risk factor goes up then and they're more tired, so that it impacts schooling and stuff the next day. Like There's just so many things there that are um, red flags about that kind of use for me.
0: Yeah, didn't, what, what, didn't our moms all tell us that nothing good ever happens after, you know, 10 or 11 or something yes, like that? You know, that? That's exactly true. And, and again, those stats, Dana, Those are elementary school kids. Mm -hmm. You know, so many of these stats, if you were thinking about the number of high school kids who have chatted with a stranger, if I told you it was 40%, you would go, eh, seems low. You know, but when we're talking about elementary school kids and high school kids are up later, and and that's not uncommon, but we're talking about elementary school kids. Mm -hmm. And and, and so that was, again, one of those great uh, eye-opening type of things for us because one of the big problems is, and again, part of the study shows, is that 90% of these kids have a device in their room with them at night. Yep. Um, well, then it makes it too convenient and too easy. And, and even I look at it, you know, we all give our own kids credit that uh, my child wouldn't do that uh, type of thing. But they may not be the ones starting the conversation. Right. We're, we're all addicted to our, our phones, and when it dings, you know, or vibrates, we gotta look and see what that message is. Right. So all that it takes is some other child not being in bed who texts your child, and all of a sudden, boom, the conversation starts. Mm-hmm. And and now we're we're going down a road where you said, and our study shows that uh, the kids are, are, are tired at school, they're late for school. Some even had said they missed school simply because they were online too late at night
1: mm-hmm. and yeah so we're sharing a lot of information out right now about um you know resources and stuff during this this uh, unusual time of everything kind of going virtual for learning and for for working too um and i think that a big part of that for everybody is structure right and i think this fits right in line with that idea of structure so just making sure that you're keeping those rules that you always have in place or maybe maybe this is a good time to start setting some new rules, right? It's a certain time of day or night. The phones go um, in the parent's bedroom or on the kitchen counter, and that kind of takes the option away from the child to be checking those messages, and then they don't have to even think about it or worry about it, and they can just get that good rest that they need. So I think it's a, it's a good opportunity to remind people of, of um, there. there's many reasons that we're recommending we keep those structures in place for ourselves right now.
0: And and that's not just for the kids, but for all of us. Um, Because now that we're working from home, it's very, before when you would come home, if you were done at five o'clock, if you were a nine to five or kind of position, uh, you came home and you were done because your computer wasn't there. There wasn't, you know, you weren't checking emails where now you could be doing that at nine or 10 o'clock yourself. And, and. We could end up burning ourselves out. Mm-hmm. So we all need to take that break and put everything aside and put it um, put it on the counter, like you said. And, and that's one of those things we recommend for parents uh, in our parents trainings that we do, uh, that you can find on our website as well. That you can, you know, get the devices out of the room at night. Plug them all in on the kitchen counter. Uh, then they're ready to go in the morning when everybody, you know, be taking off for school or work. They grab a lunch and uh, grab their breakfast or whatever, and out the door they go and they grab it at that point in time. So there's, there's lots of tips like that. And, and, you know, besides the children's stuff, we have materials for parents senior citizens uh, all on our website org, and and what's really cool is the other materials for parents and seniors it's available in 24 different languages um that, that is. so there's something wow. in there for everybody there's tip sheets there's fact sheets there's presentations that can be downloaded that uh, that you could put on at a pta meeting or a senior center or a library when we're all allowed to get back together um but it's, it's all available on the website.
1: Oh, that's incredible! I didn't know you had that many languages on there. That's I, I hadn't had a chance to grab the tip sheets yet, so I'm excited to do that and share those out for folks.
0: Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been something we've been working on the past year. Um, everything we we are actually part of a, another organization called ISC squared, and and for most people that means that's worth nothing. But in the cybersecurity world, ISC squared is the premier cybersecurity certification. Organization and um, they're a membership organization with 150,000 members in 107 countries, and that became our big resource. So we had 300 volunteers from around the world helping us translate all of those different materials uh, into the different languages. Now the Garfield's only in English, but everything else is available. In the different web, uh, different languages on our website, and and what makes it really cool is it's not, you know, we, we put it in French. Well, it wasn't you or me trying to use our high school French, right? To, uh, of putting it into French, we actually had. Volunteers in France, in Germany, in Brazil, putting it into their languages. So it truly reflects the dialect, and it'll come across much smoother. Uh, Again, you've read stuff that you could tell immediately it was translated into English by somebody. Um, You know, it it doesn't flow right. These all, again, were put together by Native-speaking people in those countries.
1: Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, last thing, I just want to kind of uh, spin off of what you were mentioning on, you know, it's important for all of us to have structure and it's important for all of us to have uh, kind of these boundaries and safety parameters in place for ourselves online. And I wanted to mention that you have an article on your site right now. Um, are just towards that information. So we're all having to kind of adjust to working remotely right now and working from home. Um, and so you've got some safety tips on there for, us as adults working from home as far as phishing attempts and security of information and just how to kind of drive that good online safety example for our kids while we're also making our, our work lives safe too. So I just wanted to give you a chance to kind of touch base on that aspect of things.
0: Absolutely. And it's Really important that everybody go in and, and try to look at some of these different things because think about it. Um, you know, when we're all working in the office, we're in a, a safer environment from a cybersecurity standpoint, typically. Um, you know, the company has got all these different firewalls and protections. Well, all of a sudden now we're either working for our home computer or we took our laptop from the office and we're plugging it in to our home Wi Fi system, which good chance it doesn't have all of those security things, and so we need to make sure that it does to protect your own device, but also to protect the company's information, because if you get something on your home computer, and then you wire and hook in to the company's server back at the office, um, you have the possibility you could be infecting the whole system. Mm-hmm. Or you could be allowing a bad guy to get access to your corporate information. And so we put together a whole bunch of tips. There's a several different articles on there uh, about things that you should be doing at home, different ways to help protect your stuff, to make sure that you're not uh, compromising anything, how to even encrypt stuff when you're sending emails. We're all sending emails. We're doing Skype or Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And it's just uh, trying to put together a lot of tips to make this easy for us and safe for us. And and one of the things we always have to remember, and it kind of ties back to our children, is we're all on the same Wi-Fi now. We're all using the same uh, servers uh, here in the house. Well, what they're doing could be affecting what you're doing mm-hmm. uh you know if they're going someplace and they're downloading some a uh, potential virus that could end up going to you to your computer then you're on to the company computer so uh, it's really important to take extra steps and, and be careful and everything in here again it, we're not cyber security you know crazy expert kind of thing we're trying to offer advice and tips from the top cybersecurity professionals, those ISC squared members who are, um, were taking what they are doing and trying to put it into a language and easy to understand of stuff we can easily do ourselves at home. You don't have to bring in some tech expert to help you do it. We try to walk you through it real simple.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And honestly, you know, so I was reading through the stuff on your site and it's, it's a good reminder for all of us, right? Like I automatically, as part of what we do and always thinking about the safety side of things but there's always things that kind of slip to the back of your mind or that you forget or anything so it's a good reminder to run through this stuff and just be mindful of it as we're in a new environment uh and we always tell our audience they can connect with us if they want us to research something for them so if there's something that you have suggested on your site at imcybersafe.org that they want us to um, explain or, or get them some more information on, they can always reach out to us on our website, protectkidsonlinewi.gov, or on any of our um, social media. Um, we always want people to reach out and just let us know what they're thinking. So with that, Pat, I'm, I'm really happy that you were able to call and join me on this call today and share these resources. I think this is an incredible thing that you're offering the public right now. Um, anything else you want to share with people before we kind of wrap it up?
0: No, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to help us in fulfilling our mission, again, as a nonprofit. We, our focus is on trying to make it a safer cyber world. It, uh, it's a big world. And so this is a great opportunity to, to help spread that, encourage people. Again, the resources on our website, imcybersafe.org, they're free. Come in, look at them share them with other people, and if you have children, or, or, or if you're just a, a child at heart, you know, to, uh, download the Garfield uh, cartoons and uh, see how well you can do uh, with your safety knowledge. Thank you for this opportunity, and uh, let's do it again soon. Absolutely. Sounds good.
1: Pat Craven with the Center for Cybersecurity.